Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live.
Welcome to the Waterman Files. From the book of Joe, we read, In the beginning was the word, and the word was coffee. And in that elixir was inspiration, rapture, revelation, and transcendence. All right, hold on. We're going to connect up to the studios. So hang on. We'll be right there. Let's see if we can't get this connection going. Here we go. You should hear a phone call. Okay. There we are. We are live on both networks. Stand by, folks. We'll be right with you.
is to join All News Network with a minimum membership fee of $5 a month or $50 a year. What do you get as a member? Well, you get access to all past archives, chat, weekly updates, our forums, and of course, the pleasure of knowing that you are a valued member of All News Network. To join, simply click on the Join button on our website. Thank you, and now on to the show. The days are closing, the cars are frozen, the things we see are made of gold, and your dreams are frozen, the ones we fill out the worst of all, and the blood's run Going live in a few moments. We'll be right with you. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle. It's at the top of the hour. You are in our 42nd day of occupation here in America. Ground crew, it's important. As I always say, you are not alone. I hope he's listening to this. We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. 
There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We're at the brink. We're at the brink. We're at the brink. You are not alone. We are in this together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. We are in this together. Ground crew, you are not alone. It's always important to remember that sometimes when we feel alone, we aren't. Let's start off with some topics. The ground crew needs to know these for whatever reasons. <laughs> Variety of reasons, folks. Here we go. The Baltic Dry Index has dropped to a new low of 290. Crude oil prices have dropped big time. They're pushing... Uh, $25 mark, probably headed to 14 That means our industries are going to crash. Why? Because, well, they're closing up shops. That's what's going on. Clive and Bundy has been arrested while traveling in Oregon. Probably had been tracking him to find out their perfect time to get him. 15 million more refugees are on their way to Europe. Can you believe that? Hong Kong stop, uh, stocks are dropping, and they are dropping, if you look at a chart on the Waterman Files today, for today's broadcast, the Hong Kong stock market is plunging, and housing prices have crashed to new levels in China, not just Hong Kong, but China on rumors this means it would have to be in the millions, folks, because of how many people there are there. But millions because of rumors that China is going to war with the United States. So people are scared to death to commit, and the housing prices have crashed in China. Today, we will continue discussing and talking about the ever-popular, very sometimes hard-to-believe things that are going to be predicted in the asymmetric linguistic trend analysis, and it's called the crash map for 2015. Let me get a drink of water. All right, let's get started, folks. Today we're going to be covering very briefly some of the other countries. We just finished the United States category, and then we're going to get deep, deep, deep into the market category, and it's going to take all the time that we've got to do this. Some of the news that I want to get out about some of our ground crew members is that, um, by the way, Everything is cool. Chip's niece, who got kidnapped, is back. 
Um, apparently, this is a minor who went into juvie court or in there and is out, back out for taking her. And uh, I was telling uh, Chip, well, good, because sometimes justice can be dealt with by us, right? <laughs> Folks, we're starting out this broadcast with 85,000 people on All News Network. We're streaming live also on TalkShoe. I don't know. We might even be up. I don't know. It depends on whether the servers got turned on for the show live or not on Veterans Truth Network and Firehorse Radio. So we know we've got more than that 85,000, but folks, you need to donate to keep the live broadcast. This live broadcast has to be funded by the listeners. So just donate to the uh, to the Waterman Files. I mean, uh, and for the radio network to get it, you have to go to allnews.network and just contribute. If just a few of you gave a buck, it would make the uh, pay the bills. It's that easy. And uh, you can go to uh, today's broadcast to get all the links, and I always will have these up at the Waterman Files for the links to All News Network, of course. And if it's not working for you or if we get uh, kidnapped and are, uh, you know, in some kind of Homeland Security meeting on the way to the show, you'll have a link to talk to you, and I will always be there regardless. I hope. <laughs> I say that, but I don't, I mean, I kind of laugh, but it's highly possible that I wouldn't be. Canada. The data is showing that the Canadian housing bubble, which has been long in developing and the crash being long delayed, is going to crash into the political aspirations of the establishment this late spring. And it's going to be a crash of the housing prices. Hopeful, hopeful listings that they were hoping to have for this year are also indicated to crash. And so these guys that are really <clears throat> sheeple are going to be really confounded, folks, going, what's happened? I thought we were really having a good economy. You know, we were really doing good. Our food only doubled in price here in the last three months. <laughs> well, anyway, the reality of the deepening global depression is going to sink in big time when they start hoping to have a good listing, a real estate listing season, it's not going to work out. So the illusion of this endless growing property value increase, which has also got to stop because the corrupt real estate market, the realtors, the realtors that sell real estate are primarily responsible for the inflationary rates that houses get. Well, it's going to be destroyed by price contractions affecting a number of major Canada housing markets. Whoa! Canadian officials are going to reflect badly on to the uh, falling pop property prices. Why? Because Oh, gosh, golly, that's our paycheck, right? So they don't get scared because of you and me being out there and, and people in the public 
uh, having problems other than the fact that the property is dropping. Why is the big question, but they're not scared for that. They, uh, they're worried because of, guess what? Tax receipts and property transfer fees are going to be going down, down, down. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We shouldn't be getting taxed on our property anyway. We don't rent from the king. We're going to end that real soon, by the way. So they're going to express their concern for the prices of the Canadian houses and as they fall in spite of the fact that Canadian dollar is going to be facing some hyperinflation starting in early summer, the tax crash of 2016 for the Canadian world of politics and politicians is forecast to precipitate a tax revolt early, uh, either late this year or early next year. The frantic government, it says here, will be up nights going over old records, trying to get every Canadian dollar possible. And the data then shows protesters will be revolting over treble taxes, tripling of their tax. If that's not enough, when we go to the Australian category, the data for this down-under population shows that a knife will be taken to the housing bubble, forecasting a runaway balloon effect that's been in place. Well, it indicates there's going to be carnage to this Oz housing crisis, and it's going to lay waste to a lot of things, even including state bonds. What's a state bond? Well, you know they take your house or the tax that you owe, and they say this is an asset, even though they haven't collected the tax yet, and they spend it when they get it. So there's never any cash there, and they call it a bond. They call it an asset, and they sell that to raise money. Who do they sell it to? Do you know who? The central banks. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. We have to quit selling our soul to the central banks. We don't have time for me to rant. Well, anyway, in this forecast uh, for Australia, this housing market crash for Australians is going to happen late spring this year, and it's going to affect their political system. Now, of all the housing bubbles in the world, Australia housing bubble is going to deflate to the steepest rates. Folks, we're talking about prices dropping in Australia three quarters. Can you imagine having a, say, a round-off, because I'm uh, do it easy, $100,000 home is now 25000 Folks, that's not all that far-fetched. I can remember my brother-in-law, when in the 60s, he built a home for $12,500. Now, when I stopped and thought about what prices homes used to be, they used to be about equal to a decent job at the rate of an annual pay a salary. Okay? That's what houses used to cost. Did you know that houses at the turn of the century in 1900, 1-900, the average size of the house, not counting closets and bathrooms, that kind of thing was 10 rooms, 10 rooms. 
let's do a three-bedroom house. There's three rooms. You got a kitchen. That's another one. A dining room. That makes five. You got a living room. That makes six. A great room, maybe. That makes seven. You still got three more rooms to go. We've gone downhill. Next, the Saudi population. <clears throat> it's also showing as they as the economy begins to collapse that the political and economic fortunes of the house of the cryptic sods <laughs> you know what i mean by cryptic jews don't you well that's who the sods are by the way that's why that's why kissinger had this real easy door open to him when he went over to saudi arabia and said Will you back the oil with the dollar? Can we back the dollar, I should say, with the oil? In 1971, he did that. And they said, well, sure, brother. The only difference between the Saudis, the royal Saudis, as they call themselves, and Kissinger is that Kissinger is not a cryptic Jew. He's just a Jew. The House of Saudi is a cryptic Jew. Well, anyway, the data indicates that the military misadventures of the House of Saud will be catching up with them. And so the House of Saud is going to have a series of mistaken understandings, leads, and it's going to lead to a shocking military failure. Now, I can't go into the details. It doesn't, we don't have that long. But when the last king died and this older gentleman, very old, took over as king, his son was put in place in charge of, he's in his 30s, in charge of the or Saudi Arabian defense. And that's when the war with the Yemen started, and he is supposedly some really stupid bozo. And they are, this new group that just came in is the reason why the oil prices were dropping. And, of course, we saw in a WebBot report here, maybe in the last uh, few months here, that the House of Saud is going to flee, and it says it here, too. The data shows that a route will have a last showing that there's going to be a route and there's going to be a last-minute evacuation as there, as in Saudi Arabia there'll be smoking cities and the elite flee with whatever they can carry away. When you see this happen is when we have hell break loose in hyperinflation. But that's, I've already got a date for you tonight that I'm going to tell you about in this first paragraph with the markets category about when hyperinflation starts. So hang on to your hat. We're even going to be talking about toilet paper tonight. Yep, toilet paper. Hope you're in the chat rooms for the uh, broadcast. Uh, we're in uh, ground crew at unseen.is. And, of course, uh, all News Network uh, chat rooms there, too, whichever one you want. And if you're in Unseen or just uh, uh, pop in there and, and chat with each other, I will not be able to follow the chat very closely. I can at times uh, because I have to. I have one computer with one screen. <laughs> I'm not lucky like some of these uh, uh, people like Alex Jones that, that says they're poor and they make $8 million a year. Yep, he makes $8 million a year. And I'm not like Joyce Riley, who has, you know, well, she was paying quarterly, quarterly uh, alimony to her ex of $50,000 every quarter. 
So that kind of tells you just about how much money they've got. Well, she's a millionaire too, by the way. But I don't have that kind of assets, and I'm sitting here with my little $300 laptop and my one screen and my brand new headset that you guys helped me get (laughs) on a really nice chair. All of this provided by (laughs) uh, the ground crew, and it's a blessing that we're networking together to make all this happen. All right, let's get back into the WebBot report here. We're going to start the markets category. Excuse me. In both the immediate data and short-term data, that's out to three weeks, possibly four weeks, and short-term data is out to three months, and if you give it an error, you know, give it a little room for error, it could be four months. It shows there's a rush upward in the dollar price for Bitcoin. In other words, Bitcoin's going up, and it's going to be March through April when that happens, when the financial system's dysfunction causes a crash. Data says this. The data is pointing to Bitcoin being worth. Now, some of you might want to get out there and check and put in the, in the chat room how much Bitcoin is today. I don't know how much it is today, but it's not what this is. It says... Bitcoin's going to drop, and this is, we're talking March, April, it's going to drop us into a, a rate of $1,045 per Bitcoin. I think that's like three times what it is now, I'm, I think, I don't know for sure. And then this marker is the marker just right before, this is going to happen right before hyperinflation hits and uh, gains its serious growth. Now, it's going to hit before July, but serious inflation begins in mid-July, but we're going to have some before that. So mark your calendars, folks, hyperinflation. That means buying less with your dollar. Buying less with your dollars, what we're headed to. Hyperinflation language is also tied to Um, data indicating that mainstream propaganda will be wailing at China for the crash of the precious metal markets in the West. Now you go, wait a minute, I thought, you know, precious metals were going to go up. What this means is the crash in precious metals being available. The wailing will be that China bought all the metal, all the precious metals, and they're mad at the crash or, in fact, the inavailability of actually getting physical gold. Not paper, you know, not buying into a gold mining or silver mining company. The data shows that bankruptcy at levels not previously ever comprehensible will be pouring out in various commodity markets. And these are all going to be based on paper. In other words, commodities or whatever you have in paper, it's going to be bad. And as these new bankruptcies hit the paper wall of debt, the data is forecasting that the gasp or the grasp of the true extent of the rot is going to be itself, just itself, a story That feeds pricing volatility. In other words, this corruption 
is going to be causing even more trouble. And so these corrupted bankruptcies are also going to be taking out national politicians <laughs> and it's going to take their personal funds and they're going to vanish. So finally, it's going to smack them upside the head. Now this is all cross-linked over to the U.S. population, which shows that at least two former politicians will be abruptly leaving the country for extended overseas trips, just as the U.S. population is getting, getting interested in their finances from this corruption. <laughs> Maybe that's why Biden's not running, huh? Uh. All right. The new data is showing, because of all this, that gold and silver-to-gold ratios or the silver to gold ratio will be breaking into the 25 to 1 area. If you would take like the $1,200 price of gold today, what is it now? Isn't it like 12 and 1250 or something? It just went up today, didn't it? 12, let me take 1250. And if you divide that by 25, that means how much is the silver going to be worth? Well, that puts silver right at 50 bucks. 50 bucks. And uh, at this point, and this is March, this is March time frame, the move into that ratio will be starting in March, and, will, and then it will cross the 25 to 1 point. And that will happen before hyperinflation becomes official. And hyperinflation will be uh, the labeled and, uh, and uh, official at the same time they announce that America is in a real depression, and that will be July of 2016. Bitcoin goes up. Gold and silver goes up to the, uh, in relation to the dollar. We get an announcement on hyperinflation, and then it becomes official that we have it, hyperinflation in July, and, and then that's when we hear that we're in a depression. New data for the dollar's decay shows that uh, March and April will be impacting upon the perception and the perception of the value of the Federal Reserve note, also known, of course, as the dollar. And the dollar, as a relative value, is forecast to already be in the shaking, uh, wobbling phase where the daily vo uh, values of the dollar in terms of other currencies, other paper currencies, it'll be making these wild swings in March and April. This is going to put us on the road to hyperinflation. The data shows that in some areas of this planet we live on, there will be, and there will have been by the end of March, some countries where their currencies will be swinging over 50% in relative value to the dollar on a daily basis. This is all going to be going on by the time we reach the end of March. <clears throat> New data is related to the U.S. Federal Reserve note, and it has a large number of references to crossover day. And I go, I couldn't figure out 
I, I stopped there for a little bit and didn't read any further, and I was sitting there going, Crossover Day? I've never heard of Crossover Day. Crossover Day. Okay, thanks a lot. The gold apparently is uh, 1240. Bitcoin is uh, silver at 16, and Bitcoin's 378. Well, that means uh, Bitcoin's going to go up four times as much, and that we're talking about March-April time frame. Well, anyway, in this crossover day that's coming for the Federal Reserve node, I then came back and I said, okay, I don't know what that is. So I kept reading and it says, this is the day when the price of the gold in dollars will surpass the price of the Dow. Folks, isn't the Dow 15000 right now? Isn't the Dow Jones in about fifty? I don't know. What is the Dow Jones sitting at right now? Let me put it this way. If the Dow Jones crashes to the lows of the of the dollar, which is now at sitting what 1242, we're in trouble. Or if inflation hits and it's not the drop of the Dow but the rise of the gold or the precious metals. Are we talking about 15,000? Uh, boy, somebody post that in there. Yeah, the Dow Jones index is uh, 15,660. That would mean, folks, that gold is the crossover point they're talking about in the web bot is. That would mean if if the Dow stays right where it's at, the gold's going to be $15,660 an ounce. I think it's going to be a little of both. So let's just put it halfway. The Dow Jones drops 50%. Drops to this horrid 7,000. They think, you know, it's all crashing. See, folks... As long as the stocks are doing okay, everybody thinks the economy's fine. And it'll make any it doesn't make any difference how many people aren't working. It doesn't make any difference how many people can't pay taxes. It doesn't make any difference how many people have no jobs, you know, all that stuff. But then that means also that even if it goes down and the gold goes up, it's going to be $7,000 for gold. That's incredible, folks. What that means is there's a Federal Reserve note in your life is going to have trouble, right? So it says that this description of this crossover point is a short-term value. That means that even if it's, you know, it's not immediate, short-term, that's four months from now. So you just add four uh, at the most. Three is what it is, but with errors, you know, the rate of error, like, you know, let's make... You know, give us a, a, an error uh, possibility. Four months out, that means middle of this year at the most. So while still early in the days of the global me meltdown, it is worth that starts in March. It's worth noting that we are getting a shift of values from long-term to short-term data in some very key financial, political, linguistic structures. What instruct, uh, structures? Now, what does this mean? We've been having for some time now some very long-term and short, uh, long-term predictions about uh, financial uh, structures, political structures, and in this report, it all moved up. In other words, things are moving more rapid. They are collapsing at a faster rate. It's like time has sped up and things are moving more quickly. And that's kind of starting this convergence of all this 
occurring at the same time. Recent additional data has come to this thing called the Island Nation that will adopt a Bitcoin. <laughs> and for this sovereign state that will adopt a Bitcoin, it will be a desperate but successful, successful attempt to get out of the deflation and hyperinflation cycle. This break with the Fiat Money Club is showing as being very successful in May of 2017. So about a year and a half from now, somebody's going to dump the dollar. They're going to get off that fiat money system. There's been a lot of talk about using what's called this blockchain technology. Blockchain technology, folks. Let me explain it to you in not geeky terminology. It's a technology. It's a way of saying you only get to print so much money, period, end of story, no more. That gives you a stable value to the money. All right. Other indications for 2016 show that the, of the crash of fiat currencies will progress from its first wobbles this March and April through the emergence of hyperinflation in July. And the hyperinflation that's coming, which actually starts in March, April, but hits the peaks and stays there in July, is a direct result of the complete and total cratering of the energy market early from early March. So the energy market's not hit its bottom. It's going to crash and burn, so to speak, in March. That will precipitate, it says, the largest ever private bond default in the world. These defaults within the data from early, early February that flow until about mid-March, when the rate of failure reaches epidemic levels, the systems crash. It is at this point that data is showing the desperate and emergency words will be repeatedly heard in articles about the Federal Reserve System itself. Not about, not about the, it's going to all come back to the Federal Reserve and how they've done this. That's what's coming. Isn't that something? Wow. Phew, boy. The banking system will be in play over late February through the middle of May. But also the global insurance company will apparently be very, very deep into derivatives and the meltdown. Continuing here in this U.S. category, it says price controls are on the way. Price controls. So if you want, if you're in business, raise your prices now. Okay, you know price controls happen, but what they say is, oh, this box of cereal is going to have, it's going to be held at that price. Well, you know what the marketing did in the very in the 70s, folks. We had price controls. Nixon put them in. You know what they did? They stopped. They stopped putting as much product in there. 
it's the same thing as a you know inflating the price. So you know they better get it right or they won't work. But anyway, price controls are happening, and within the market entity, it's indicated by the data to first appear when the market's disturbance, which will be derivative related, um, will instigate these price controls because of the government's uh, imposition upon us as supposedly folks you know the fed has no more no more ways to fix the economy the only thing they can do is qe4 and it's not going to fix a thing so they're going to do price controls so while an attempt to shoehorn in the hyperinflation away from certain things like foods and necessary medical supplies is going on by the government the data explicitly forecast that these areas of daily life will indeed be hit very, very hard by hyperinflation. The hyperinflation, folks, starts March, April, peaks in July, and stays. So as hyperinflation is just taking off over summer, the data shows, guess what? Heat damage and sun damage to our country begins. It's going to affect surveillance cameras, including extensive military and police infrared assets, and they will have, it will be so severe, it'll be severe enough to start a chain of problems from the funding of the required upgrade to, you know, street cams installed over the last 20 years. And I was just about ready to read an article, I don't have time, but cosmic radiation has risen 10%. They just put out a report, and it's up. It's time that you, when you walk out that door, you lay, you lay those UV glass, whether they're clear, whether they're not clear, whether they're shades or not shaded sunglasses, put your UV stuff on your face when you walk out the door, folks. Make sure you do that because it's already up 10%. That's bad. So they're going to try and ask for money to replace all these cameras to, you know, the Big Brother Beast system and its surveillance of us. And so that's going to start a problem because (laughs) it's going to start a chain of problems from the funding that's being required to upgrade them. So Reacting to these unforeseen levels of solar radiation, the data shows that the crashing of these street monitoring systems all around the planet due to solar damage and the actual crashes from vehicles is going to be really bad. It will not, and it's going to be, there's going to be problems because vehicles that will not be recording that have dash cams and these surveillance systems that are on intersections will not be recording the cause of these crashes because of the sun and the and the rays that's damaging them. So the ability of the local uh, jurisdictions to cope with claims is going to be really hard because of the lack of evidence, even if you have a dash cam. Now, that said, we need to get back... 
We need to get rid of them anyway. Who who needs them? They need to just put people in the streets. Well, anyway, other data for digital surveillance infrastructure crashes include new and heavy growth in governments <laughs> that are trying and going to great lengths to persuade the populations to support an emergency funding request to upgrade and replace the surveillance systems that are being damaged by the sun. You've got to. You've got to. It's all for your own good. And, of course, in the report it says, wink, wink, nod, nod, that it's for our own good, right? Growth is continuing for dollar dumping by foreign holders of the, of the uh, Federal Reserve note. Holders all through the first months of 2016, are going to be dumping, dumping, dumping dollars. Now, this is going to cause a crash in the dollar's purchasing value. The data now growing for this threshold crossover we talked about, that's where the gold goes past the Dow, in which the dollar dumps will have direct impacts on our economy. It's not restricted to uh, just financial. This is going to affect everything. The data shows that part of the overall systemic crash will be at his or will be visible and starting in late March. And he says the that his interpretation of this whole thing is forecasting a chaotic period in which not only derivatives on their underlying assets are starting to come apart. But at the same time, the Federal Reserve note will start to crater even more because there's no answers to fix a fundamentally flawed system. That's why. So as the dumping dollar reaches its forecast point of direct impact with the base economy of the U.S., in the first few days of spring in this country, the data indicates the U.S., will experience something that has never been experienced before. The data is forecasting how bad the dollar is going to be. And they're going to try and uh, repatriate it. <laughs> so in this case, the data shows that the Federal Reserve will digest incoming dollars in such a manner as to render them, them the banks, harmless. But this pattern indicates that these disappearing dollars will have an unforeseen consequence of removing velocity. What's the velocity of money? Here is the velocity of money. If I go to the barber shop and I get a haircut and I give him 10 bucks, he takes that dollar that night, goes to the grocery store, and he buys milk and eggs the money then in turn might end up in the hands as a tip, some of it, to the guy carrying the sacks out for him if he does, which that guy then in turn goes out with some of that money and goes and uses it to buy a ticket to go to a show. Folks, that money turns hands three, four, five, six, maybe even as many as ten times a day, that same money that you have, depending on where you spend it. Whereas if you go to Walmart and you 
oops, I didn't mean to buy two gallons of milk. I didn't see that. I'd, I'd like a, here, let me take that off. Oh, I'm sorry, we already rang it up. You have to go over to the desk and get a refund. And when you go over there, they say, oh, I'm sorry, it'll take three to five days to put it back on your card. But when you have cash, they can hand it to you. See, when you use that card, they can control the velocity of money. What it's saying here is they're literally going to pay, pull paper off of, out, of, out of circulation. That pulling that money away that's not able to be there in your hands, I don't know how in the world people can't understand this, but the velocity of money slows down means you and I don't get paid as quickly. Or things just people put off buying things. So the reductions of dollars that are circulating with the U.S. economy and this disappearing dollar is going to contribute to the crash of the production, basically, in the service economy of the U.S. And as dollar circulations fall, it's going to reach all-time lows. All-time lows. Now, this we have to make in 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 relation to how many people there are today. Is it going to fall lower than it ever did before? It's going to fall in relation to how many people are working and how many people and populations we have. In other words, it's going to be worse. So the runaway from the dollar is going to be the cause for the initiation of hyperinflation. But the data is showing that the sudden slowdown in the rate of business within the U.S. population is going to produce the situation where the Federal Reserve as an institution will suddenly come under focus. And the U.S. is going to get really miffed, and they're going to threaten the Fed. The, de the data is not showing any politicians being part of this threat that's being placed on the Federal Reserve. In this case, politicians will be following leaders who <laughs> are forecast to rise up from the angry mods. In other words, the, the politicians just go wherever they don't get beat up. Anyway, the mobs are going to be gathering around these, what in the report says, naked-legged, shivering legs of the Federal Reserve. And many parts of the federal government, meaning civil service people, will be in the background of the growing fury of the financial system collapse. The data indicates that international protests will emerge in support of the people in America that are in the streets protesting the Federal Reserve and other forms of national protest that will be grassroots oriented against the Federal Reserve and its crony capitalistic well, corrupt system. In the international level, at the international level, the data shows that much of the protest comes from the failure to pay on all these derivatives. <laughs> and that the failure to deliver on everything from insurance swaps to gold deliveries, because there's none there, within the U.S. banking system is going to be so severe that it will warrant the word crash, it says. So basically, we're just continuing all the little nuances of what's going to be like. Folks, if you want to get an idea 
of what the crash in America is going to look like. The best example that we have is the crash that happened when the Soviet Union collapsed. Not because it was communist, because, well, we're close to communist, right? But because they had spotty, you know, use of water, spotty uh, electrical, uh, food here and there, heating. There was people dying of starvation. There were people dying because they couldn't stay warm. They were burning furniture to, to live through the winters. Uh, you look at, just go and, and do a search, collapse of the Soviet Union economy. And there there's a video, and I promised I'd get it up, and I forgot all about it. It's kind of a very short, about 20-minute video that shows actual photography and videos of life in the Soviet Union during the collapse. We're not going to go to Thunderdome stuff. It's still going to be bad. Really bad. Hang on just a second. Brutal levels of failures in the derivatives are going to be so bad that whole towns and regions will wake up to find themselves encountering bankruptcy. Towns, cities, counties, states. And it's also going to affect some of the lives of the people in those areas. This is indicated to include the shutdown of water, sewer plant systems. It's going to shut down banks, telecommunications. There goes the cell phones. Even going to hit, it says in here, vital services and bakeries. <laughs> oh, some people are going to hate that one. So goes Dunkin' Donuts. In fact, they're in trouble for collecting tax and not having to, to charge it, and they have to pay $12 million back to New Yorkers. <laughs> some of the international data related to derivative failures is that the data is showing for this credit failure that is going to choke off funding to small towns. It's going to, you know, kind of be from the top down. People that get money from the top are, are going to siphon it into projects before it gets to the city. And so this is pointing to city and municipal workers who will be without without a salary as the system hits its deep ditches and crashes, folks, people that are running your water supply are going to say, I'm not going to work here if I ain't getting paid. And so your water supply is going to be extremely compromised, and that's what happened in Russia. There were people that ended up volunteering to go into the water processing plants to make sure things were running right. Now, not everybody in the world knows how to get in those things and make them run, you know. But that's not all. We're going to have electrical shutdowns. New data in transport about the uh, talking about the transportation of goods is indicating that there's going to be a breakdown in the global trade system. We're seeing that already. The Baltic dry index is 290. Folks, I put all the things up in the chat talking about these things right before this broadcast because we are currently starting to see the beginning of what's going to be a horrible, horrible year of economic uh, uh, collapse. It says here that uh, the breakdown of this global system is going to produce scuttled ships 
all along our coast, near ports at the cost, uh, near these ports are going to be these scuttle ships, and the cost of continuing the vessels will reach a critical mass, and that's going to cause them just to walk away. There's going to be all these boats out there floating around. I mean, you know, you might say, hey, I'll take one of those big boats. Well, good luck in paying the fuel bill. <laughs> it might cost you $50,000 just to make the engines run and get you, you know, well, good luck. Long-term values indicate that some wrecks and abandoned situations will produce housing sites where up to five generations will live. Scuttled cargo vessels will be drifting and causing problems for local coastal dwellers who will be without funds available to clear these obstacles because their frozen credit system has caused trade collapse, which is what sent the ships off to become wrecks and hazards in the first place. The rapid and visible disintegration of the international dollar world, that's the you know Federal Reserve note, which, by the way, includes the World Bank, is showing that there's going to be accelerating across all of this currency wars. Now, the global competitors to this, uh, we're talking BRICS, okay? The BRICS nations, uh, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. The competitors to the existing system, or the competitors to the IMF, the World Bank, the BIS, the BIS, by the way, is the Bank of International Settlements, and let's talk about the EFS. Uh, they'll all be, the, the alternative to all these banks are going to end up being in charge of the settlements by the end of 2016 of where our debts go. Now, that means possibly in what might be conceived as enemies to the U.S. like China, they're going to be put in charge of settling debts that are in dollars. The data is painting a very big, foul-smelling pile-of-trash picture that describes the breakdown of financial settlement systems globally as the Federal Reserve dollar crashes. The dollar wobble will also cause a goods crisis to occur. One of these is for uh, is going to be one of the problems in and goods being available is because of corrupted data. Apparently, there's going to be some kind of data mining that will affect uh, or corrupt the institution that manages the data for goods and services. So while real economic activity is slowing down across the, the, the globe, these programs these algorithmic programs that monitor and control the inventory process and delivery systems, well, <clears throat> it's going to have trouble because there's going to be bad data in, and then, of course, bad data in, what do you get out of it? Bad data out. And that's going to cause some bizarre, bizarre and sudden forms of product inventory not being right. Sometimes it'll be too much. So they'll be putting 
stuff expecting it to be there and ordering and there won't be there. The data shows there'll be acute shortages. Because of this, just part of the problem is that there'll be vital things in our economy that we depend on, fuel, food, energy, and it won't be there. Indicating that in the near-term future, there's going to be a shortage in some things. And one of the categories that it picked out is that there will be a shortage in global toilet toiletries. Let me say it one more time. A shortage in toiletries. What is the most important item you can think of? Some people say soap, toothpaste. <laughs> How about toilet paper? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you've got maybe you've got a bidet. I don't know. Maybe maybe you, maybe you've got one of those fancy Japanese toilets. Anyway, it says many of these shortages will be portrayed in mainstream media as being very humorous. But the new data shows that the mainstream media will be less amused when their own shortages happen. And from that, there's some product and contamination crises that occur, and it causes production problems in the media, and in fact, it causes employees to get sick. So their little ha-ha-ha, they're out of toilet paper, or ha-ha, they're out of soap to wash their hands, comes to a screeching halt. Have you ever seen the signs, folks, at a restaurant, all employees must wash their hands? What if they can't? It's time to quit eating out. Uh, Isn't it? A new trend uh, that's developing within the data says that there'll be a flood of houses and properties will hit for sale. We're in the U.S. now, not now, not in Australia or any of the other places. Over the next two months, a lot of houses are going to be put up. But while that's going on, it ends up becoming a housing bubble because they cut off money. It's going to pop, even though it's going to pop globally even, but there'll be a flood of new listings that turn into a nightmare for house sales And the data is forecasting it's going to be so bad that even hardened real estate agents are going to be weeping over problems of having too many properties and no buyers. So we're going to have a flood of sales hitting the market. The data shows that the end of fiat currencies will bring a 99% reduction in volume over the next four years of house sales. Let me say this again. Do you remember the other day we were talking about the USA pop? We're in the markets category right now. But in the U.S. it said 99% of the car dealerships are going to go out. This is saying same thing's going to happen to realtors. There won't be realtors left after this collapse. That's pretty rough stuff, folks. Let's just say it's 50% that bad. Still, half of the businesses, half the realtors gone. That's quite a bit, isn't it? Folks, it's been, uh, it's been my 
thought a lot of people go, well, how accurate is this? We're in, folks, we're in the immediate and short-term data categories of the asymmetric linguistic trend analysis called the 2016 crash. And because it's short-term and long-term is not there, it's just short-term and and immediate data, the accuracy is 80%. We already were told yesterday there's going to be an event worse than 911 coming and that it has values and probabilities that were much higher than the 911 event where they saw values in the reports and in the predictions. They got their predictions pretty good, nailed down, very accurate in June of 2001. They had been seeing it for a long time, but they didn't know what the heck it was. They didn't know what it was at all. Then by June, they kind of figured it out, and then it hit, and they go, uh-oh. Well, there's been something predicted to be worse, and it's going to be bad. Folks, we're going to take a break. After this break, I'll turn it over to Chip, and he'll play a little bit. But, hey, you need to get your food, and we've got a special going on. You don't have to uh, worry about what it is because we're offering. You just call us. We'll tell you all about it. No one in the family will go near it. Ask someone to find something in it and you'll find a less than enthusiastic response. What is it that's in your home that causes grown men to cower and children to run for cover? Fun! Food storage. That's right. Food storage shouldn't be scary. At Simply Your Food, we are the premier providers of long-term, storable, GMO, and MSG-free meats, veggies, fruit, dairy, and pantry essentials like powdered butter. We even have a gluten-free line. Food storage shouldn't be scary. Let Simply Your Food help you with your food storage needs. Go to simplyyourfood.com or call 866-251-7511 and let us take the scary out of food storage. We'll be right back after this break. Chip, take it away. Thank <laughs> you. 
gives this new support. What does that mean? Well, it means that we do not bulky down with advertising. No, we're not selling gold, we're not selling silver, not those wonderful vitamins. Nothing. We get our content. But to do this, we you, our listeners, to get a helping hand. We have two ways for you to help. One is to make a donation to All News Network using the donate button on top of our website, allnews.network. That's allnews.network. No.com, no.net, no.network. Just allnews.network. The second is to join All News Network with a minimal membership fee of $5 a month or $50 a year. What do you get as a member? Well, you get access to all past archives, chat, weekly updates, our forums, and of course, the pleasure of knowing that you are a valued member of All News Network. To join, simply click on the Join button on our website. Thank you, and now on to the show. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle, and I'm glad you're here. This in our 40, did I say 42nd day of occupation in 2016? I believe so. And uh, we're going over the asymmetric linguistic trend analysis, which is a prediction. Okay, we're live. Okay, good. I don't know, were we live or was I uh, blabbing when I wasn't live? I, I can't remember. Anyway, welcome back to the Waterman Files. 
we're um, we're live here on All News Network Talk Show, and uh, whoever else is listening from wherever, welcome to the broadcast. We're glad you're here in what I thought was uh, 2016's 42nd day of occupation. Yeah, we're occupied. That's for sure. We were talking about the uh, uh, predictions for the markets. We've got more to talk about. We're going to cover those, and uh, we're going to see just exactly <laughs> what's happening, where we're at, what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, I can't tell people, hey, if you can't hear me, re, you know, uh, refresh your screen or... <laughs> Oh, my. Okay. Um, progressing through summer, the data is indicating that the state and local governments of all major national sovereign nations will be desperate for funds for their employees and their operating costs. So, as a result, the data is saying that the state and local governments at all levels will be raping the people through taxes. Taxes, not taxes. Tax. Taxing them. Taxation. Oh, brother. Well, go figure. Oh, well, we've got to live. No, probably about half of you guys can go home. Mm-hmm. As a result, the data suggests that state and local governments at all levels are going to be bad, huh? The data shows that these taxes in jurisdictions such as these real high-value Florida real estate areas are going to be raised so high that they're going to eclipse the cost of selling the property. Now, he says, I'm going to clarify that here. He says the taxes are not going to be more than a property's worth, but they will be very much more than all the other costs of selling combined. So the data forecasts that in some jurisdictions, the discrepancy between taxation amounts and the market value will be so high that local populations will start a very, very active tax revolt, very aggressive tax result. Now, this is going to include literally withholding payments in mass by the end of this year in 2016. These people will not pay their taxes. Now, this, in these cases, it's forecast that in Florida and New York City and other areas in Southern California, the data is showing the, that... Okay. Well, I've got to I've got to make this call. I got uh, dropped, so I will start uh, a conference call again for All News Network. Here we go. Let's see if we can get it done. And here we go. <laughs> we were on talk show. Let's see if we got kicked off. Are we all live now? Not yet. Not quite yet. We dropped. We dropped the. The connection, let's see how it goes. I'm still on TalkShoe. We're still trying to get, uh, yes. Somebody drop a note in the chat that I'm still live on TalkShoe, and I'll continue. I'm calling the network, but it's gone down, and I can't get through. 
there. The person you're trying to reach is All right, I'm back. I'm back here on uh, TalkShoe. I'm going to try and conference in the All News Network again. Let's see if we can make that happen. And here we go. We'll make a call and conference them in. Let's see if this will work. And uh, hopefully. All right. Uh, we're live. Okay. We've got it all together. <laughs> Okay, I don't know uh, if I'm streaming live. I think I am. We're all hooked up. Uh, call again. Okay, I got disconnected. Okay, I don't know if it was his end, my end, or what end, but I got disconnected on everything, so I'm kind of thinking they, they hit my line. We're going to continue broadcasting here. We're back in the saddle. <laughs> We've made it more than eight seconds, so we we're, we're doing good. Let me back up and start this again. It says, progressing through some of the data indicates that state and local governments of uh, sovereign nations and unions will be desperate, so they're going to be raising taxes. We were talking about the fact that it's going to hit some areas worse than others. The data shows that taxes in jurisdictions like Florida real estate, uh, you know, where it's real expensive, will be raised. It'll eclipse the property value. But... Because of all this taxation in Florida and New York City, California, there's going to be some very, very brutal, very brutal revolts uh, as they just stop paying taxes on their real estate. And the data is showing that these punishing and brutal uh, revolts in, in, uh, are going to be uh, in the streets with with this stuff. Wait till you hear some of this. But some of the luxury apartments are going to be abandoned because of their foreign owners saying, hey, we're not paying these taxes. So they just leave them. And then the data is saying that uh, there'll be squatters taking over these high-rise abandoned apartments and that these new occupiers <laughs> are not going to be received too well and that and their activities will not set well with the ones that are staying in pain. And their bad behavior in these apartments is going to be result uh, in some uh, confrontations, and it's going to get on video. And then as a side effect of the abandonment of multi-million dollar residents, a case of a serial killer and a sexual deviant is going to be solved when authorities take the possession back from an abandoned luxury apartment. And when they do, that's going to give them some discoveries that lead authorities to close a case. 
The data indicates that a video and pictures of a staggering, luxurious apartment will be part of the visibility of this event. Folks, somebody is going to be captured and found out because of this. Makes me kind of wonder which banker it is. Other side effects of the bizarre popping of this global housing market will include the recovery and return of some treasures that were stolen in China. Now, from both the state and private collections, there's been more than one thing stolen. Then it says here, in the recovery phases when it takes place, the collectors, these private, quote, collectors that had them, all of a sudden have some generosity uh, by donating their former possessions that they'll be formed to the state collections. <laughs> I guess as they start you know, getting close to getting them, they're going to dump them or something. Go figure. The data is focusing also on a young and smart, aggressive Chinese detective who will be getting at least some Western press coverage while he works on this recovery and while it takes place, you know, in a Western house. And uh, the detective is also going to be involved or indicated to have a major career um, issue or uh, moving up in his career. And that's going to lead to his reappearance in Western media in some more substantial roles in the coming years and some kind of negotiator with Western powers. But this detective originally here during this collapse <clears throat> is involved in probably reclaiming stolen things from China. Maybe they're even, maybe even the detective is trying to route out uh, some of that capital flight from China where the wealthy had left China to get out of that communist country and bought property over here and there after it or something. Who knows? Anyway, still more housing problems relating to the housing bubble being uh, destroyed globally will be crashing of the tax base. And so, uh, in turn, this will produce some uh, almost near-instant crashes in the property's prices. And uh, that's going to destroy both planned and criminal arsons <laughs> There's going to be some arson, arsons going on. There's going to be some Jewish lightning hit. Probably try to collect the insurance when they find out insurance can't pay, you know, and all that. Anyway, there's going to be trouble because of all this. And the tax drain from these falling tax revenues um, are going to be motivating factors in some really bizarre schemes that the government is going to pull and the goal for these governmental agencies uh, will come down to funding or disbanding traditional sources of government funding, because they're all dried up, that they've been using for like 100 years, okay? And the central banks uh, are not going to be helping. So they're going to try some other, other ways. And this appears in June. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, there will be nearly daily injections of some kind of paper 
on this stuff by mid-July in a big way. Well, anyway, lots of lots of trouble because of the dollar. And this forecast or the impact of this dollar wobbling into hyperinflation will also kick into another category, uh, some problems, and that's our emotions. And all the emotions, it says here, are going to be extremely high. And uh, it's going to be sweeping throughout humanity as the dollar currency burns off and collapses. So we're going to have some very desperate people. It says the language appears um, that... Let me back up and just read. First, repeated references to how fast the force of the currency tsunami is as it rams through daily life. And second, there are many references to flaming out, going up in smoke, and smoky illusions being blown away and other similar uh, uh, sayings, all pointing to a very swift and new... Uh, shift into a new reality, and that new reality is the death of the dollar empire. You know, we've got to watch what the other shoe is going to have in it. So if we're going to go through this, and there's not going to be this anymore, you better jump on to something that you know you've got more control of than they will, or we'll be back into the fire instead of the frying pan. The data is forecasting huge global effects that will actually alter life as we know it forever. It's going to change the presumed course for states, for tribes, nations, and it's going to affect everybody for generations. Long-term forecasts in the data from last decade are now converging. What does that mean? It means that everything that has been talked about in the long-term forecast is now happening this year, starting March-April. The big picture presented for 2016, especially in the dollar-dying zone, is showing some pretty extreme reactions by both the people and the powers that be that are leading the world, even they become extremely paranoid. But there's going to be some other things that are not economic hit them, and that's radiation sickness will appear in mainstream media by way of the fact that there will be a surprising number of celebrities who will be in ill health from radiation. Let me ask you a question, folks. Where is and where are celebrities located? You got it. California. Radiation. California. Can you say Fukushima? Can you say methane? <laughs> So, the mainstream uh, propaganda machines will not be making any connections to all this, but it says the data does show that several sources within alternative media, Hello All News Network, 
We'll be tracking and recording the strange sickness patterns within the celebrity circles. And a hotly denied connection is going to pop up between air travel and deaths like this. And they'll also bring in some sleepless nights as the data forecast. There's going to be a waning interest in, the, in air travel. They're gonna, not going to do it due to the increased radiation exposure. Now, that has nothing to do, uh, I mean, you know, how, if you're not, if you're not, if you're on the East Coast flying around, that has nothing to do with the West Coast. But as it may, as may be expected, not, not the kind of news that corporations, of course, like to hear about when we're talking about flying, okay? This is not going to bid well. In fact, it's going to impact the airline industry. Now, what is this really? I'll tell you what I think it is. On the West Coast, we've got radiation from Fukushima, but we are also getting an increase in solar radiation because something bizarre is happening to our atmosphere. And let me explain it to you. The magnetic field that surrounds planet Earth protects us is the one-third of the shield that protects us from the sun's bad radiation. The atmosphere itself protects us, and it's two-thirds of that protection. One of these or both of these is getting weak. And like I was telling you earlier, 10% higher rates of UV cosmic rays are hitting the surface. It was in a report on space weather. You can go there and look at it. But the mainstream media is not going to report this. And this isn't going to fare well because people will know air travel will be down. And the data shows that with this and the combined crashing of the economy and the currencies, tourism business is going to globally fall into a deep depression. Not just because of the economy, but because of something funky going on with our planet and our sun. And this impact on tourism <laughs> is going to be because of a variety of reasons. And here are some of them. War, food rationing, civil unrest in, lar in local population, earth changes. That's what we just got through talking about failing infrastructure, and a radical change in the global tourist patterns will be occurring over the next 10 years. Multiple generations of impact on tourism is going to occur. It's already happening to Turkey because of geopolitics. Tourism in Turkey is almost gone because when they you know, shot down one of Russia's jets, they said, we're not going there no more, and they've gone broke. There are hundreds of places for sale in Turkey that were once tourist locations for Russians. Many popular or local uh, locations will start to return uh, for near-home vacations. In other words, the people are going to do vacations are going to be really close. Other data indicates that recreational uh, activities will also blossom as global tourism fades. Folks, uh, I don't know how many airplane flights I've had, um, hundreds. And uh, 
I don't miss it a bit. And that was during the days before TSA, <laughs> when I was a consultant in architecture. There's no way you could get me on them now. Anyway, positive focused reactions to the global depression and the crash is going to occur. There'll be some good things happen, like the resurgence of all things local, the resurgence of local boating as an industry. That's going to go up. So if you're looking for something to do and you might need a job, look at the boating industry around lakes. In the Ozarks, of course, that's huge. That's showing also up that there'll be something called new tribes emerging from the global depression because people are going to be reacting pretty quick, quickly to the swift death of the dollar. Now, let's continue in some more detail. There is a ton of stuff, just like I said before, in the markets category. So it's almost, uh, m well, it's mind-spending. It it's, it's, makes your head spin thinking all this stuff. You might even have to go through this audio again. But the data for both gold and silver continue to gain new values, uh, and that means that in the data, there's a lot of accumulated data about shortages in gold and silver. And that's what it says was supporting this, this uh, problem with something called the crash. The crash in gold and silver is not the price. It's its availability. The crash language in these sets contain details where there are going to be open auctions for gold. But guess who shows up? China. And they will dominate because they're going to come in with you know, suitcases of dollars, and they're going to end up taking all the metals because they've got the dollars, folks. They're trying to dump the dollars so they can get their, you know, their, um, their commodity. So the data continues to show a time of no offers occurring during some process of this dollar wobble. This is all leading up to something. Well, what is that? Hyperinflation, midsummer here in America, starting in March, April. In the markets category, which is dominated by all this money stuff with the banks, there's a lot of uh, reference to the banks being rotten, the banks failing. But there is some data also forecasting there's a Mexican connection to a Scottish bank that results in some pretty, what it's kind of funny, it's calling, it leads to some pretty smelly, rotting haggis. <laughs> but this has uh, got to do with derivative meltdowns, and uh, the Mexican money in the Scottish banks goes bad, and that suggests yet another round of dead banksters. There's going to be some people killed, including women. Yellen is a woman. And in the financial world, there's going to be a lot of bankers killed. While this is all going on, there's still going to be some more kidnapping going on. And uh, thank goodness uh, we have a 
re- resolution to the one we talked about yesterday. But the kidnapping of celebrities primarily in the financial arena are going to occur. There's going to be a fading of that topic in mainstream media, but then they're going to return to it in late 2016 when they do a story on the rescue effort of some kidnapped people. And uh, there's going to be lots and lots of these kind of attacks on banks. <laughs> and uh, one of them, and at least one of them is going to be with, uh, involving celebrities. Okay. What are some of the other bizarre things that are going on with the markets and the data? Well, one of them is there's going to be some references to the island of Malta and its inhabitants. And it's suggesting in the data that this little tiny enclave of people will be at the epicenter of some really bad things that are going to be coming up. And they're all cross-linked over to the banking system failure and the crashing of the paper currencies. Well, can you say Knights of Malta? Say it three times, Knights of Malta. (laughs) The data shows between the failure of the derivatives and the small death and the small deaths that means many small businesses going out which is the real economy we're going to have a whole new world the data indicates there's going to be a plague of business failures in small to medium sized operations And this data is also talking about there'll be massive layoffs that will be sweeping through, of course, the Western economies as the as the currencies begin to be, you know, well, they just crash. Now, while this is crashing, do not forget, it says here, there will be some people making huge fortunes from this collapsing economy. Well, there's going to be also some national days of disruptions in the United States. Bank failures produces uh, weeks of problems of distribution. And later in 2016, the American people put together something called the National Day of Disruption. Global markets are going to be disrupted as a direct result of financial chaos in the USA. And one of these events is going to be the direct result of American people. Global markets are going to be shattered by social chaos in America. Get this. I was telling you, you know, it was going to be Southern California, Florida, and New York. Well, there's going to be marches of Hundreds of thousands of people through Manhattan that are so miffed off as they march, they damage the buildings. And street battles break out between the hundreds of thousands of marchers and law enforcement. This phenomena takes on a whole new meaning because it spreads. Wow. This brings us into the third base to 
home plate uh, run here now, closing out the markets category. Shoo, boy, I tell you, <clears throat> doing hours and hours of reading to put this into a narrative that we can actually halfway comprehend. Sometimes I sit there and go, I didn't do a very good job of making it comprehensible, so you'll have to excuse me. But this language can be kind of like reading an attorney. <laughs> so I have to kind of boil it into, you know, something understandable. <clears throat> Let's talk about space goat farts. This isn't to be taken lightly, just because it sounds like a fairly fun category. It's not to be taken lightly. Let me uh, let me take a break before I uh, I, I do this, and uh, I'm going to uh, get me a drink of tea here. Hang on, just something to warm my throat. Hang on, just a second. I'll be right there. Hang on, let me get this. Okay, here we go. There's going to be uh, some events connected to time travel. Yes, I you heard me right. But I got to tell you that time travel is not so bizarre. Um, I think I told you a while back in one of my broadcasts about going to a a conference or a, or a speaker engagement uh, at a at Tulsa University where Kip Thorne spoke. And Kip Thorne was the author of a book that uh, kind of shook things up. And it, and it had to do with uh, black holes and time warps. So he offered a graduate course in the physics department there, which he was the head dude at Caltech. So I decided, hey, I'll take this course, and that book was the <laughs> was the textbook. And I thought, black holes and time warps, that ought to be a good class to take. Well, about the fifth class, it was way over my head. It was a graduate-level physics class. <laughs> I'm not into the hard sciences. I'm biological sciences, but I did the best I could, okay? What I got from it, what I took out of it is this. It's not so bizarre. Anyway, time travel is going to be discussed by mainstream media, and the data is indicating that a time accident is being forecast to happen. Now, we already had this forecast given to us, and we were told that it was likely to happen before the end of 2016. That now it looks like it's going to be early 2017. There's going to be a scare in this event. Now, this time accident is going to be very interesting. It's almost like a sci-fi, but it's not. I mean, this has got to be... We've got to think in terms of advanced black ops projects gone out of control. Maybe it's CERN, maybe it's not. But here's what it says. 
There's going to be a runaway time accident. It will be viewed as threatening a very wide region of the globe. Now, this runaway uh, time accident is saying in the data that some level of our time accidents are going to eat away and gobble up a cafe crowd that's eating lunch. Now, when the public slowly begins to become aware that there are these oddities happening, and it has something to do with time technology or time travel, they'll become aware that a time accident has occurred. When they become aware of this past incident, the course, this will then be putting us into early 2017, it says, and that the press <laughs> will be in our face talking about it, but there's going to be involved in this a real threat to a very large region of the planet that does not stop. The data is suggesting that the threat will be perceived as real and present, such that even people will be migrating and there'll be containment areas that are showing up early next year in relation to a time warp accident. Now, if we look at that in relation to some of the secrets revealed that are going to be coming out because of the raids on military installations for food, the data suggests that some serious thought by the powers to be will be given to the idea from this event about disclosing alien presence. Kind of makes you wonder what the hell alien presence has got to do with time travel, or are they way, way out there doing stuff they're not supposed to? Probably. But anyway, as an antidote to what the powers that be are dealing with as far as the economic spiral that's occurring, they decide that they're going to disclose this. So it says data is suggesting that perhaps the governments and the officials are going to consider telling the public. How that's going to help, I don't know. Hey, we're not going to talk about our failing economy and you being broke and starving to death with your electricity cut off, your grocery store not having food. We're going to tell you now about getting gobbled up by time because of aliens. <laughs> All I can say is if you're a psychiatrist, you're going to make a hell of a lot of money if you take Bitcoin. <laughs> Other data suggests that perhaps government and officials <laughs> uh, are going to have to do this. And it's going to come into our daily thoughts from them in 2016. So the, daily, the data for UFOs suggests there's going to be also a new form of UFO that comes visible. Now, this is being predicted. Now, this new form 
of UFO kind of surrounds the idea because of, of it being organic in form, as if this UFO is not a metal craft, but organic, and that it, this organic form will hover around and be seen by humans as it moves around and does stuff. Now, this is going to be a new one. A new form of UFOs. Hmm. It says here it's going to be a point of fear. It's going to be leaked out from some public statements by officials. And it says the next four years will be the time when ET Connection comes out almost daily in mainstream media. Wow. Now, it says here there's going to be some cross-links from the UFO and ET category to our economic destruction. How about that? Well, maybe this is it. You know, try and get your mind off of uh, not eating and growling stomachs and being cold and shivering and freezing to death. Or, or actually, this summer, the heat's going to be so bad the people are going to be sweltering and dying. It shows that the economic infrastructure degrades and many of the walls of security will be left unfunded. And then that's when we begin to see the connections of UFOs and ETs to our world. So here's what we conclude in. The next 10 years are going to be a decade of hard struggle, not only economically, but surviving. There'll be an entirely new type of social interaction between us. As the ground crew, I suggest that we define between ourselves how we do business. You know how that is? The win-lose relationship. This America people lose and the banks win has got to end. We have to end up in healthy, long-term relationships where what you say is your word is, is, is good. And we end up with win-win relationships. Win-win relationships are the best. If you wanted to, wanted, uh, to establish something, be thinking about how both of you benefit by working together. That's going into you know, making two of you more valuable than the two of you together is more valuable than the two of you separate. So in this decade of struggle coming up, we'll be defining the new social contract. Keep your eyes peeled for what's going to be dropping next. (laughs) Watch the other shoe. Be very careful not to jump into the fire of a new economic system where the central banks are again the same people are in charge of some new answer to your money. 
folks think in terms of gold, think of terms of silver, and how it can be you how we can be using technology to make our world better without there being central controls. It's going to take lots of really, really hard work. So here's what he said in the end of his report. It's time to screw your your attitude on tight, and it's time to get busy. It's um, what the Waterman Files will be doing next week. In a very big way, I will have one person that's coming to be interviewed. As we've planned, her name is Jane Jenkins. She's going to be talking about rebuilding after the explosions. As a book, she's got help parent helping parents put the pieces back together. I think that's going to be a practical interview. In the meantime, we're going to be talking about communications, folks. Everything's just going to be spotty. But if it's like I have seen in some countries, it could get to where only one-third of the time you have electricity. That means you won't have that phone. That means you won't have a way to communicate with people. That means that we, the ground crew, need to get our ham radios, our CBs, our family radios, and we need to get them and use them and learn how to communicate with each other. I'm going to go over it best I can next week, and we're going to talk about that and how to put together communications. Remember this. When everything fails, you do not have to have a license to get on a radio when we have collapse come. If your electricity's out, you get on a radio to talk to somebody. Don't let those ham guys say, hey, all hell's broke loose here, but you still need to have a license. Tell them where to go. (laughs) We have to do practical things, and that's what the Waterman Files is here. The Hong Kong stock market's crashed. Gold is going up. Bitcoin's going to go up. The dollar is going down. Less people are using it. Iran's just signed a deal to sell their oil, but not with dollars. What do we see coming? It says 15 million more refugees are headed into Europe? Right. All hell is breaking loose is what it is. It's by design. Let's not get into the fire because they're navigating us. Are we in a boat with the Federal Reserve? You bet we're in a boat. We're in the same boat. Are they shooting holes in the deck or in the bottom of the boat and causing it to sink? Yeah, they are. But they knew that all along. You can bet. You can bet. They have plans for a gold-backed currency system they want you to join, but it's going to be costly. Why? because you're going to have to sign on the dotted line. If the federal government uh, provides it, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do this. Just like you weren't supposed to have to have problems with Obamacare. You were going to be able to keep your doctor. You were going to have more options, and you were going to have less 
cost with it. Every damn bit of it was a lie. Now it's a tax, and you have to pay whether you get it or not. The hell with them. This is over, folks. The system has finally come to its peak, and people have had it. We have to hang on. Learn that the most important thing you have to do is communicate. An army, a small family, a nation, nothing can happen till you communicate. What happens if you come home and never talk to anybody in the house? Nobody knows what's going on. Even if you're standing right there, you don't know what's going on. We can't know what to do, where to go, how things need to be done without communication. Communications first. In the meantime, until we get that set up, go ahead and continue to figure out what you need. What you need in your situation is different than the next person. Just like I've said, we've got some food for sale, and I'm taking it out of my personal commissions to sell it to you. It's not a, it's not coming from corporate. It's my per, my promotion at twenty percent off. Uh, can only offer so much, and then that's gone. I don't have any more to give. I want you to have food, so call Susan. Go to simplyyourfood.com or call 702-543-1828. I want to thank everybody for helping me continue to make the Waterman Files possible. And uh, as you can tell, my throat's starting to give out right here at the end of two hours. It seems to be about how long I can make it, and my energy's just gone. I want to thank everybody for in the ground crew for helping me get well. There's many needs in the ground crew, and I'm just one of them. But I really, really thank you for being there. And I really appreciate the ground crew being there and coming and listening to our broadcast. Support the allnews.network. Go there and make a donation. Support uh, the Waterman Files. That's thewatermanfiles.com. Folks, I'm going to play a, another song right before we break, and then Chip can take over. Make sure you stay on Eli James is going to be broadcasting next, live tonight. So stay on, okay, guys? I love every one of you. Please, please stay safe. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.